Welcome to Smarticus History. All right, enough with the echo and fanfare. You're here for history, right? And not that boring crap you learned in high school. This stuff's actually interesting. Like things you've never heard about the Civil War, Cleopatra, automobiles, Monopoly, the Black Plague, and more. Fascinating stories, interesting topics, and some downright weird facts from the past. It's a new twist on some stories you may know, and an interesting look at some things you may have never heard. So, grab a beer, kick back, and enjoy. Here's your host, Smarticus. Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us again. Today's episode is going to be one wild ride because we're talking about the Night Witches of World War II. Now, these aren't the kind of witches that you might be thinking of, but I promise they are just as frightening to their enemies. In World War II, the Soviet Union suffered a terrible summer in 1941 when Operation Barbarossa almost destroyed the entire country. The Soviets did everything that they could think of to keep the Nazis at bay, but it wasn't going very well. During this time, some women were begging for the chance to join the army, but that in and of itself was a battle because women were not allowed to be in combat. One woman in particular, Major Marina Roskova, was not going to drop it. After being denied several times, she pleaded her case directly to the man himself, Stalin. She was then cleared to create combat units made of all women, and this is where the Night Witches got their start. On October 8th of 1941, Major Roskova created and commanded three aviation units, which were later combined to form the 588th Night Bomber Regiment. From here, they were renamed the 46th Tommen Guards Night Bomber Aviation Unit, aka the Night Witches. Once the doors were open for women to join combat, there was no shortage of volunteers. Young women, mostly aged 16 to 26, flocked at the chance to play a significant role in the war. About 2,000 submitted applications, and out of those, 1,200 were chosen to be split up into the three units. They attended the Ingalls School of Aviation and essentially took a crash course. While the men pilots trained for years to become a combat pilot, these women only had a handful of months. They trained tirelessly until they were ready to get into the action in June of 1942. Unfortunately, while the Soviet Union allowed them into combat, they were not given top-of-the-line equipment. The Night Witches were flying PO2s, so planes from the 1920s. If they had been faced with an actual battle, those planes absolutely would have been their downfall. The maximum height a PO2 could go was about 15,000 feet, and the maximum speed was about 99 miles per hour. On top of that, the planes could only hold two small bombs each, and there was no room for weapons to protect the pilot. Surprisingly enough, the PO2 planes did have some redeeming qualities. The radius on them was small, which meant that they were easy to fly and maneuver when time and space were limited. The incredibly slow speed of the planes, believe it or not, helped the pilots. The PO2 plane was so slow that if other enemy planes tried to slow down enough to stay with them, the enemy planes, they would stall. On June 28th of 1942, the Night Witches received their first combat mission. They were to drop bombs overnight on a German headquarters location. Because the planes could only hold two bombs each, they had to come up with a plan. The women were banking off the fact that they didn't have to travel far to the target, so they could return after they dropped their two bombs to reload. How many times did they go back and forth to drop bombs? It varied, but sometimes one plane would make 18 trips back and forth. That would make for a very long night. Another problem that the women had to solve was how to make the attack meaningful. 
If the planes just dropped their bombs one at a time, there wouldn't be a huge impact, at least not immediately. So, they decided to fly together in one tight-knit pack, or a coven, if you will. Sometimes up to 40 planes would be flying in a single group. The witches were not only successful in these night missions to drop the bombs, but they were getting a name on the map. The Germans are the ones that named them the Nachstexen, which translates to night witches, because they seemingly came out of nowhere. The PO2 planes didn't show up on their radar because they were only plywood and canvas, and the women would sometimes turn their engines off and silently drift towards their unsuspecting target before dropping the bombs. Their last mission in World War II was May 4th of 1945, because Germany surrendered three days later. From June of 1941 to October of 1945, the Night Witches logged 28,676 flight hours and flew about 23,672 combat sorties. Combat sorties are the short trips made when dropping bombs. Speaking of bombs, they dropped more than 3,000 tons of bombs on their enemies. As we know, war is not kind, even if you're winning. 32 of the Night Witches died, including the commander who had been promoted to Colonel, Marina Roskova. 22 won the Hero of the Soviet Union Award, which was the Soviet Union's most prestigious and highest award. Thanks for listening to Smarticus Tells History. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review and make sure to subscribe. And be sure to follow the show at facebook.com slash History. Or just click the link in the show description. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.